With any dream, the wind won't always be at your back, the sun won't always be shining, and some rain is going to fall. American Family Insurance is like a good solid roof that you can trust to protect your biggest dreams. With plans that could save you up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto. Also, you can continue to dream fearlessly, no matter what comes your way. American Family Insurance. Get a quote or find an agent at AmFam.com. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes out to iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. it they take care of everything, distribution, they help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. I, I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my Today on the show, there will be no lockout in the MLB, and the only one who is upset about this is Josh, who doesn't get to hold up another sign. But we will get into how the new CBA agreement will affect our Orioles, and as the Ravens season winds down, we will discuss what we think the end of the season holds for the Ravens. All that and more on this edition of Section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your endearingly stuttering host, Matt Sroka, and as always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Sroka. Hey, how, how are you? I I didn't even think about the fact that I should have been cheering for a lockout just because in 1994, clearly yeah. I got on the cover of every newspaper, and uh, uh, what's that show that comes on? That I don't even know if it still comes on. comes on after the 11... 11- o'clock news a wacky world of sports no 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 serious nightline nightline oh (laughs) and we got on nightline yeah Um, we're holding up a sign that said field of dreams dreams crossed out green underneath yeah yeah Yeah, i believe you went to that game too right yeah i was there you were there with me why don't i see you on any of the newspapers or on nightline there's not enough room for everybody Mm -hmm. yeah and apparently my arms weren't quite long enough to be holding the sign with uh with daddy-o so Right. You and Dad on all the newspapers. Yeah. That's your claim to fame. Yeah. The crazy thing is that was 1994. Yeah. If you do that now, no big deal, right? Yeah. Like if if someone holds a sign up, it might a, get a couple of retweets. 
maybe, maybe, but doesn't even get like your picture taken for a does like a I guess a is it something that like I guess one of the Oriole reporters would take a picture of and post? No, you would try to get a couple of retweets and then maybe someone pick right, it up. Right, but it'd be on a pic- Twitter. But, but you'd have to get retweets of your own picture. Yeah, like you'd be like, it'd be a selfie. It yeah. wouldn't be a yeah. Hey, let's stand in the rain all day. If you remember, that game got shortened because of rain. Right. So there was only ten people there. Right, and it was and, and people and, were pissed off because of the whole right. And I remember, lockout. yeah, I remember we because we wanted to get on TV because it was 1994 and it wasn't like now where you can just be on the internet and TV like it's, right. it's easy or in the newspaper. Right, we wanted that, so we stood down in the rain the whole time, holding that sign, just up. holding, just Cause, waiting, because your sign was so darn clever. You just had to get on there. I don't know how. Well, it was 1994, so yeah. Field of Dreams was pretty relevant. Yeah. That's always I, relevant amongst the baseball yeah. crowd. But I don't know how we stood in the rain with poster board and it didn't just get destroyed. Yeah. But it was a little baseball miracle. A baseball miracle? If you build it, it uh, won't I get destroyed a, by rain. Except I think a baseball miracle wouldn't have destroyed the Montreal Expo season. Yeah. But but in fairness to you, it all worked out pretty well for you because you got in the newspaper and on television. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to get on the newspaper and television now. Yeah, would like, you be willing to have all of baseball shut down just so you can get on the television and the newspaper? Um, if if Section three thirty six could get a uh, a table at whatever press row or whatever at the MLB winter meetings like next week, yeah. which is like the the meetings are, I we totally forgot to even look into it. The meetings are thirty minutes from our studios. Yep, this year. I know, but the problem with that is, is those places are filled with all the people I hate the most in the world. What reporters or yeah. agents? No, well, and I don't mind the agents so much. It's all the reporters, all right. the uh, all the guys who I like block on Twitter, not because like they're trying to follow me, but just because I don't ever want to read their tweets, even when they're retweeted. So I block them all, and I'm gonna have to see them all. The Rosenthal's, yeah. the Passans, I'm gonna see them all, and I don't want to see any of them. So yeah. That would be a problem. Glenn Clark's doing his show down there. We do like him. Oh, yeah, I love Glenn guy. Clark, yeah. Um, more the national guys. Right, exactly. Because you can't block people in person. Becomes so awkward. maybe what we should really do is forget all this covering the winter meetings. Let's go down to National Harbor Tuesday, a little bit early for the podcast. Sure. Sit in the parking lot and watch for a fight. Okay, yeah, and I like that. Maybe okay. we can try to instigate a fight. Yeah, and we can we, Yeah, and we can be the first to break it. Yeah. 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 What if we even start our own? What if we, you and I go, we dress up in suits, and we just get in a fight? Yeah, and just have Bert take a picture, post it online as some agents at the winter meeting. Right, and I, I don't know what any agents look like outside right. of maybe exactly. like Josh Kuznick, but maybe we can like find some agents using the old Google machine, dress up like those agents, getting a fight, and then uh, go viral with it. I don't even think you got to dress up like those agents. I think just a suit. Does really. It. And it won't be just two random guys in a suit fighting. No, because it's at the winter meeting, so everyone in a suit's got to okay. be an agent. So right? you think it's a story? I think it's a story. All I right. think we could go with it. All right. I'm not sure. We we don't have Bert Rohde in studio. We don't. He's uh, He had prior engagements. Well, I mean, it's really on Josh because usually we go live Tuesday every Tuesday, 730. You know, you Josh know. had a job or something getting in the way. Yeah. You know, something uh, actually makes money. What's today? Thursday? Thursday yeah. night? Yeah. You know how many hours I've worked since Monday? How many hours? It's over 70 hours. Yeah. That's intense. I, I, Tuesday was a 20-hour day. That's crazy. I got this giant house down in McLean. I'm trying to get done like this week. Yeah. It's crazy. It's yeah. trying, when I'm done this podcast, guess what I'm doing? Working. Yeah. It's it's even to fit this in. It was like I I guess I just need to take a break. Yeah. What I want to do is sleep. Well, this podcast doesn't pay the bills, so it's good you have the yeah. other job to fall back. Yeah, on. Yeah, that other job, that paycheck after a seventy hour one week, that's going to be nice. Yeah. But I think Bert would be proud of uh, Bumbles. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good. He's zany. He's got that. The Bumble is Bumbles is his name. He's got a name. Yeah, Bumbles the Abominable Snowman. Okay, I thought he was just the Abominable Snowman. He has got a name, Bumbles. Yeah, okay. Bumbles. Uh, but he's got the zany eyes, if which you, I feel like Bumbles. Look, it even says it down. It even says it down there. His uh, own name. I'm, I'm not looking down there. You should be. He's not wearing any clothes. Not down there. Oh, right here. Oh, I got you. I got on the you. video. Oh, on the video. Bumbles. See, Bumbles. Okay. okay, fair enough. Look at you. All right. Yeah, you can, I mean, you can check below the belt on him I, I if you did, want. I, I did. don't think there, it says bumbles there's, down there's there. There's not much to see down there. All yeah. right. Um, a lot of white. I want to talk about Ravens. Like I want to talk about CBA. Where do you want to start? 
Uh, let's start with the CBA. Yeah, let's talk about the CBA. Because I got to get this out. And, and I started to read some of the stuff. And then once I got to um, the pick compensation and yeah. and qualifying yeah, offers, that's I had, when to, it gets really nerdy I had to open up a beer because I couldn't even handle it without some alcohol. So so let's start. Let's start with the simple stuff. Yeah, And first of all, I'm looking at through this, the orange lens, like I looked through everything, the orange lens of how does this impact the Orioles. Makes sense. Yeah. I don't care about – well, <laughs> yeah. Except we also at some point have to talk about how this looks to an Oakland Athletics fan. Yeah, I don't Because know. somehow they've got a specific rule in the CBA just about the Athletics. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. So we'll get to that. Yeah, uh, is the simplest one to start with that they finally fixed the All-Star game? Yeah. Finally? As in they got rid of the meaningless rule? that that that, that The rule of that All-Star game – determining home field advantage. That was, like, no one ever voted on that. That was just Bud Selig saying, I got an idea, right? Sure, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It was after it came after the, the, the tie game. Which, like, oh, this isn't right. good. We can't have ties. Right, right, right. Because there's I don't no, know why we yeah. can't. No one ever said there's no tying in baseball. It's no crying. He just yeah. got a little confused. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it affects the Orioles in the sense that when we make the World Series, we're going to have home field because we have the best record in all the baseball. Best pennant. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But I really don't. I mean, it's one game, and I'm more concerned about getting the World Series. I think the surprising thing is, is that wasn't. I heard all this talk about the 40 man roster in September. Is that going to be cut right, down? Right. And they didn't and do this, anything with that, right? No, yeah. And I heard international That's draft annoying. and all this stuff. But there was nothing in there about the All Star game. No, but just like, it just kind of came right. out. Right. And there was talk of expanding to a 26 man roster, and that didn't come up. Yeah. They didn't do that. Yeah. None of the stuff I, I wanted, the September thing I really wanted, and they nothing addressed there. Yeah, yeah, which is the the way that the whole baseball changes in September, where you it's can bring so irritating. a bunch of guys and you can bring in ten relievers in a game. Yeah, is and I like Buck Showalter's idea the best. And Buck Showalter said this, I think, on a couple occasions, like have your forty men, but then for that series, right, designate twenty five guys. These are twenty five guys for this series, even if it's that night. I'm fine with that. Okay, he because said what the I, series, but yeah, whatever series makes sense because yeah. then you can. Destroy your bullpen for that series. I do like the series idea, but I'm willing to accept the night. Yeah. Because even the night still means you're using the same number of pitches. Yeah, and, and the w- reason that the MLB, the, the Players Association, will never want to get rid of that is because you got a bunch of extra extra guys getting MLB service time. Exactly. And Showwatcher's thing service was, well, more money. give everyone service time, even if they're not listed on those 25. Right. Like, ha- have yeah. everyone who's caught up, give. Um, but I guess the danger there would be maybe less guys would be caught up. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But... So I don't know. Nothing happened with that. No. Um, Dis- th- disabled list? Is that where you're going? Sure. Because that does affect service time. Yeah. Uh, they they shortened it from 15 day to 10 day, which 10 day sounds awesome because you can really do Buck Showalter and Dan Duquette must be loving that 10 day. You can do some nice manipulate manipulating, a lot of pothole action with 10 days. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes too much is made of the pothole. Like it legitimately was, for the record, a pothole. And Joey Rickard going missing. He didn't go. He been missing for a long time. No, right, that's a big like injury. that was a legitimate injury. But, but ten days. Yeah. Uh, some back stiffness. Sore arm. Sore arm. Yeah. Shoulder. That that's that's what we're gonna see from pitchers in ten days. If because if if they look at the charts and say, oh look, we have two off days. We don't need our fifth starter. Yeah. You can skip a fifth starter, yeah, yeah. or you, you right. so you just miss one start yeah. in that hey, scenario. Hey, hey Gallardo, Gallardo, you're you're pretty sore, right? Yeah. There you go. Ten days. Yeah. Uh, a great option with with bullpen arms, right? If you wore out like T.J. McFarland, right, right, or the guy they just signed, Logan Barrett. Logan Barrett, he'll be he'll be uh he'll take advantage of that ten day disabled yep, rule. Exactly, coming up and down. What else stands out on there to you? Well, I want to get into this um, this international signing. Oh, so you're going right to the good stuff. I thought you were going to go with the the stay on the easy stuff, like the no no. Uh, oh, that's good. Smokeless yeah. tobacco. Yeah, no smokeless tobacco. I I like that rule. Because I I truly believe that that because of kids try it because of adults, oh, right? Really? Because of baseball players, you, you know, you 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 don't believe that these are grown men and they should be able to make their own decisions, uh, whether hey, it's they want on to. Me tonight. You know what this is, right? Sandlot. Yeah. When they make the biggest mistake they've ever made in their life. Yeah, I'll get real sick. Time. What is it? Big Chief. The best. 
<laughs> I mean, <laughs> you don't, you don't think that... That's the point, you don't even know who the babe is either. <laughs> you don't think kids are like that? Look, what? Chewing tobacco? I don't think so much anymore. What do you do with it? I think there's enough information out there that like, kids kind of realize. I mean, I think bubble gum is a bigger deal in high school than chip than the the, the the chew is. But I miss the old days. I miss back in the 1940s and 30s where you would have guys drinking whiskey, smoking cigarettes before the game right. and after the game. Well, I, those on, good old days. Right. The, the pitcher's throwing on LSD. On LSD, yeah. High on all kinds of drugs. I miss those days. So a little more excitement. You know what they should we're, do? We're making baseball not fun again. That's how you fix the All-Star game. Everyone yeah. does a little drugs. Yeah. Tur 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 turn it into a drinking game for the players. Other guy right. hits a single. Pitcher has to take a shot. Right. Just something like that. Strike out. You got a chug. Yeah, ab absolutely. Absolutely. It works for me. Turn to drink. Make it fun again. Yeah, absolutely. And like Grand Slam is an, a hit of LSD, right? That's Right, right. Or the, Yeah, you hit a Grand that's Slam. Like, that's like the, the big The one. other team's punished. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Makes I think, sense. I think they should make bring more drugs and more alcohol into baseball, not less. But that's that's <laughs> I, just I, me. I, I'm with you. I just don't think that's going to be very popular. I feel like there'd be a little pushback there. Oh, sure, sure. Some 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 parents would be upset, but it's about making baseball fun again, and that's that's all I'm about. Yeah, not you're going with the opposite approach of the NFL, the yeah. no the no fun league. Yeah, maybe, maybe they should do the same things there. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I think a lot of those players already. There's so much drugs going on in the NFL already. Oh, Nick Boyle. They, they don't need any more. Yeah, all of them. All of, they're all they're all on. I mean, we talk talking about those painkillers. They're all talking to Elvis. Do do do. Marvella heard his interview the other day talking about how after the game he couldn't get he couldn't walk up the stairs. He literally just couldn't. He just played right. an NFL game. Like and now he can't. He and now can't he can't, go up can't the because stairs. once the painkillers wear off, he can't even walk up the stairs uh -huh. uh, to tuck his daughter goodnight. It's sad. Uh, but the international bonus pools. Yeah. This yeah. is a big deal for me. And a lot of... Well, and this was a big deal to Major League Baseball players to the point that they brought in a bunch of uh, Latino players. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. To the, the meetings to yeah. kind of make a point. Yeah, this is great. This is great because they brought in a couple, a bunch of guys from like overseas to plead their case against the MLB draft for the international um, league and or for the international players getting drafted. And they got completely, the players got completely bamboozled and hoodwinked from the owners. Like, totally ripped off by the owners. Because if, Why? You, if you have an international draft. Yeah. Like, if you have, like in the, the June MLB amateur draft, the guy who gets drafted first makes about $7 million. Right. Six, right. seven million dollars. Here, the most you can ever sign a guy for is what? $4.75 million. Or if you're a part of a smaller market team, um, five point seven five million dollars. So they're making. So they they didn't do the draft, but the international players will be making less money than they would have been if there was a draft. Uh, in case of the young players. So yeah, there wasn't a draft, but the owners still got their way. They're still not paying these international prospects. Sure, sure, I get that. But um, but the problem is. Remember, the, the MLB Players Association, what they really care about is the current players in the league. They can't care, they can't worry too much about the up-and-comers. they got to take care of the guys who are actually playing now. Yeah, I mean, but part of the, the problem with, with baseball, or I mean, with young players, is young players make no money. You have to wait like seven years to get all your service time until you can make a lot of money. But, but the reason I like this, and I was listening to um, the Baseball America podcast on the drive over here, a podcast about baseball that I don't recommend that, that anyone listens to, but it's whatever. It's an okay podcast, but they were like outraged and talking about how this is like, this is the not right way to do it. Like you just can't put limits on this. It's kind of, it's kind of killing baseball. But again, I'm just looking at this from the Orioles perspective. Okay. Um, what was happening specifically, there's other teams doing it, but specifically the Dodgers and the Red Sox. Uh, for example, last year the Red Sox signed Mancada right to play in Double A or Triple A. I don't know where he's at. Double yeah. A or Triple A, thirty-one million dollars they signed him for. They ended up paying sixty-two million dollars because they had to pay double for. I don't know how all that yeah. works. Um, just for a minor league player. That's why the Orioles don't participate, right? Because they can't. There's so much money, right. right? But but what happened with the Red Sox and specifically the Dodgers, I think, is a better example. Who spent like I don't know two hundred over two hundred million dollars last year, 
is they you run out of money to sign major league players. Yes. Like the Red Sox got to the point where there was no one in free agency they could sign that was going to be better than their 25-man roster already on the field. And so what do you do? And the reason they can't find anyone to sign is because baseball has gotten better at this. The wealth is spread out. You have stars on every team. Sure. You don't have – it's not like it used to be 50, 30, 20 years ago when the Yankees had everybody. Like right. The talent spread out. So the Dodgers, the Red Sox, even the Cubs, they looked at this and they said, we can't. We have more money to spend. We want to spend more money, but we have nowhere uh, to spend this because there's no free agents that we want. So what they would do is the Dodgers and Red Sox would spend all this all this money right. on 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds in Cuba, bring them over here. Right. Um, Not and, know their real age. And, and yeah, probably. And build up their farm system, not through the draft, not through trading, but through essentially buying their way uh, and through right. free agency, something that other teams can't do. Yes. Like the Orioles legitimately cannot exactly. do that. Right. But the only teams that can do that are the extremely big market wealthy teams. Mm-hmm. So I like this from the standpoint of it is better for the Orioles who don't. I mean, we don't. We never go. To, I don't think. I don't think we've ever even been in Cuba. Uh, we 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 go if we're going anywhere. Now, remember, the Orioles are the only team that has played in Cuba. Okay, but fine. We're not looking for any players there. We're right. going to Asia. Right. Uh, we got Hanshu Kim. Yeah, we'll take South Korea. We'll take. Uh, for now, remember we were, ban- we were banned for a while out of Taiwan. But yeah, but 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 we're going to Asia. For for forget about where all the good players are in Cuba. We'll go to the secondary players in yeah. in, in Asia. Uh, but. But I think, it, but it's a good thing because the Dodgers and Red Sox can't beef up their farm system in that way, which is, I think, a, an unfair advantage for them that other teams can't do. Right, right. So the fact that hey, what's, what's going to happen is those Mankata in the future will wait till he's. I don't know what the age is. I don't think they haven't released that. It used to be twenty three years old. So a guy like Mankata will wait till he's twenty four, then come over and play in the major leagues and sign for big money. Um, it becomes a real kind of relevant story now because there's uh, a player in Japan. I'm looking for his uh, the guy. Guy goes by the name of Shohei Otani. When's it going to effect? Immediately next year. All right, next year. And they're saying this guy could have made 250 million dollars. Like he's that good that he could have, as a free agent, made 250 million dollars as a 20 year old. But do you really? But now he's going to wait until he's four more years and then then come over. Do you really want to pay a rookie 250 million? I mean, do you really think? Can you really project that the guy's that good? Well, that's the thing. Like Mike Trout, when he was 19, or right, Bryce did, Par- Harper. What did he make? His, his rookie like contract. $500,000. Right. His rookie contract but, was not $250 million. But if he was a free agent at 19, he would have made $250 million. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, if Manny Machado was a free agent at 20. Right, right. So you either have to fix the international draft that, and get a real international draft. Right. Or get rid of the draft altogether. Right. And everything becomes a bit in war. Right, which is which it was before. And that's why the Red Sox and in, the, internationally, yes. And and yeah, and the Dodgers were getting all these players. Right, right. Yeah. At the age of uh, at the age of sixteen. Like you can sign them at sixteen years old. It's like being able to add to your team without the draft, like going around the draft yeah. just because you have more money. I, I just I didn't like it. I thought right. it was that, that's how they were able to uh build their farm systems when we couldn't. Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, Otani's a great player in Japan, and you would rather him be playing in uh, in America, but he's not going to be playing in America because he could make a ton more money playing in Japan at the age of 20 than he can in America. Yeah, makes sense. But um, So that, that that is, that's a big change in the CBA, uh, a little bigger than the All-Star game, I guess. Yep. Um, what's the deal with the Oakland, Oakland Athletics? I don't Why know. are they being cut out of revenue, Sharon? I don't know. I don't know, just... Um, like here's what I got from from um, Sports Nation. They're like lit, listening a bunch of things, a bunch of results, um, and this like bullet point list of the results CBA. And the one bullet point says the A's. Like this is just all all these bullet bu- bullet points deal with like things happening in the major leagues that affect all the teams. Then you get to this one that says the A's will be phased out of revenue sharing. And this is wait what? It has to do with the A's hoarding checks or something. Which is weird for a team that will occasionally sign someone like right. Jonas Cespedes or take a chance on Rich Hill. Yeah, not so, sure why they were the team that was picked on one C league, and he's really got a finger in there. So yeah, I don't I don't know what the deal is or why they're picking on. So the the way it works, revenue sharing is a portion of every team's revenue goes into a pool and goes to the smaller market teams. Mid to and get, small market, to get, yeah. 
uh, and they get a little checks. Uh, the the A's were grandfathered into the system because their home, the Coliseum, isn't uh, thought of. It's not thought of capable of of build of generating the kind of in- income that like a new stadium could. So they they grandfathered them in to kind of hope that they'd build a new stadium and then right. work their way out. Um, the A's spent eighty seven million on payroll in twenty sixteen. So that that does kind of make them a mid market team, but the Major League Baseball owners and players have all been upset at A's ownership, saying that they haven't been spending enough money to keep themselves competitive. Part of that's the whole Moneyball thing, you know. We don't, that started in Oakland with we don't need the big talent, we don't need the big names. Yeah, and and it's got to be part of the of the owner saying, hey, we keep giving you money. If you build a new stadium, you'll make more money. You're in California. You're in Oakland. You're not in Kansas City, Milwaukee. Uh, you're not in these smaller mid-level towns. So, so you think this is just mostly about the uh, the stadium, uh, or about not spending money? It's about not spending money. Be- the Oakland A's can spend more money than eighty-five million. Right. There's no way that the Orioles should be spending more than the Oakland Athletics. Right. It doesn't make sense. Well, it makes sense from the standpoint of, and I wonder if this is maybe pushing towards a bigger picture in that we're, we've seen teams recently go the tanking route, right? Teams like the Brewers, teams like the Phillies, the Braves. Like, why would you? And the Orioles suck at doing this because the Orioles did this all through the 2000s. But why would you, like, lose spending $100 million when you can lose spending $75 million or lose spending $150 million when you can just lose spending $80 million and get better for the future? So maybe they're trying to prevent a tanking situation going on here. But but are but you why seeing just them the A's? Any, are you seeing the A's? Well, just the A's because they're not. Not every team gets revenue shared, right? So um, the question would be why why are they removed from this list? And it looks like because they're they're not spending the money. Like the whole point of giving you money is to spend the money, and if you're not spending the money. Yeah, that which raises another question. This draft pick compensation compensation is based partly on the market, or I mean, partly on yeah, yeah, whether you're large market, medium market, or small market, and uh, is that just based on um, how much money you spend? Is is that how they determine what market? Like, how do they determine what market you are, whether you're large, medium, or small? I think they go by with the size of your payroll. Yeah, payroll. Yeah. So you could be in a really big market. Big media market making a lot of money, but not spending money, and you would still be considered a small market or media market team. Uh, I don't know how else yeah, to determine it. I guess so, because if you're a team like, like I'm trying, like, like Miami, right? They're in a big market, but no one watches their baseball games, so they because they have a freaking pool in their center field, so they're not making a ton of money. So they would somehow be, I would imagine, a smaller medium market team, even though they're in a large media market. So. Revenue sharing works as every team pays 31% of their net local revenue. So that would be stadium revenue, TV broadcast revenue, all your local revenue. Right. They all put 31% into a pool, and then that gets divided up uh, equally to all the teams. Right. So the way it works out is smaller market teams get more money back than what they put in. Right. Um, And there's, there's 15 teams in baseball who are considered large enough that they are disqualified from receiving <coughs> revenue sharing. Right. So they just put they just put in money. Right. So it's 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 tricky, but yeah, the whole point is to try to keep every team in it and not tanking. Yeah. So I guess they they haven't seen enough for the A's and it must have been it must have been something that owners were complain and players were complaining about for a while. For it to get for into, a team to be singled out like that, for one team to get singled out, and everyone votes and everyone agrees that you suck. Yeah, yeah, and we'll see. There's still more. It's weird because they reached agreement, but there's still more details that are coming out um, about this. Right, because as like, we speak, yeah. if they agree to build a new stadium or something, maybe they'll get their money. They'll, they'll get some revenue sharing back. Yeah, and on the opposite end of the, spe- end of the spectrum, um, the luxury tax. It seems like the luxury tax. Is just doing what it would always it would it's always done. This past year was 189 million. It's going to go up sure. um, to 195. Yeah, then, that's probably just inflation. Then 206, 208, 210. Yeah, which um, okay, uh, which is like it's the baseball's version of like a really soft salary cap 
though right. though teams uh, crush it. I, I guess um, from what I've read, it hurts teams who go way above. So the higher you you go above it, like the more you're taxed, right? But just um, financially, it's not like like football. Like you get pe- big penalties and stuff. It's just you get you get this tax. Yeah. Well, no. Apparently, this the teams that go above forty million or luxury tax will see their top draft pick. Mm. Fall ten spots. That's oh, new. Oh, that's new. That yeah. that is starting to incorporate a uh, salary cap. Yeah, more like so. It sounds like so socialism to me, though. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like Ber- Bernie Sanders is running things over there in, in, in MLB. Well, it's only a four year deal, right? Isn't that? Yeah. Isn't CBA is renewed every yeah, four years? Yeah, every right? four years. Yeah. So we'll see how Trump affects Major League Baseball, <laughs> and 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 we'll see what goes on. But uh, but no, the the so socialism is good for the little teams like the Orioles to compete with the big bad. I don't know. What, what, what did we spend? 115 million last year. 120 it, something like I'll that. Look it up. Yeah, but what, I don't know if that's small market. It's more than the A's. Oh yeah, certainly more than the A's. But I mean, hey, they should, they look at the Orioles and they say, ah, we understand. You wasted your money on Jimenez. Yeah. You 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 wasted money on this guy in the past. We've seen you throw money away. You just gave Davis a ton of money. You're giving back. It's true, though. Though there's, and we we always focus on how the Orioles pay stupid money. I mean, the if you look around the league, a lot of teams pay a lot of people stupid money. They do. Yeah. They do. So, all right. Um, so that's it for for kind of the the CBA. Uh, yeah, we we will see as more details come out, and we kind of I'm able to to kind of grapple this more. We're just, this is just coming out, so I'm just kind of reading stuff as and, it comes out, yeah, and trying to react to it. And some of it is really. Uh... Uh, complicated and stuff I don't really understand. Yeah, we get the whole draft picks compensation, then there it could be a second round pick, could be a fifth round pick, depending on how much the guy signs for and depending on if you're a small or medium market team. Uh yeah, it gets it gets pretty complicated. Yeah. Uh you see there's a lot of talk of the Orioles going after this guy, Angel Pagan. Is it Pagan or Pagan? Is, is it I was gonna ask you if it was Angel or, or Han. I thought it was Angel Pagan. Angel? Angel Pagan. Angel Pagan? Yeah. I'm going to go with Angel Pagan. I like that oxymoron there, right? He's an angel, angel he's a and pagan. a pagan. Yeah. yeah, exactly. An angel pagan. He's a, center, he's a center fielder, right, for the Giants? Yeah. Or he was? He's a free agent now, I assume. Right. I, assume. What, I don't, I don't that, know much about Pagan. Does that mean uh, move Adam Jones? No, there, there's no move scenario. There's no scenario. Lost a step. P- 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 Pagan lost a step. Even isn't Pagan like forty years old? No, he, he's thirty-five years old. Okay, he's thirty-five. He's not. You think Adam Jones is moving over to right field for a thirty-five-year-old center fielder? Not happening. The only way he moves is if we get like a, I don't know, like a Billy Burns, or if we get a like a, um, an all-star caliber center fielder. Adam Jones isn't moving anywhere, and he shouldn't. He's still a good center fielder. Get out with this nonsense. He batted two seventy seven last year, two sixty two the year before, three hundred the year before. I mean, he just seems like another outfielder. Yeah, I don't want to play special. Yeah, and I, I don't even want to play this game, Josh, because we could. This is what we do every off season, and we know here is what we do. No, the Orioles aren't going to sign any big names, right. so it's going to be like a Pagan type. It's going to be another guy. It's not going to be anyone but special. It, yeah, um, but I don't. I hate speculating about these names every week. Coming in with a, a new name that's hot to trot um, until the Cubs sign them before us or something. Uh, no, I don't. I don't like these conversations, and, and we'll see. We agree. Right. We want guys to get on base. Yeah, like I want a guy like Andrew McCutcheon. Okay. That, yeah. That, Good. That's I got all that money. I got you have to trade for. Yeah, guy, you got to you got to trade a bunch of valuable stuff to get. Yeah, him. yeah. And 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 who are we trading? Manny what, what Machado. What kind of value do we have? Manny Machado. No. We can trade him for like a whole team of starters. Yeah. That. Yeah. A whole team of average players. That would be a smart. We could trade Manny Machado for the Oakland Athletics. You probably could just do that. straight up. Yeah, and if I was Oakland Athletics, I would do that in a heartbeat. Sure, sure. We, we, we I mean, a one for twenty-five. Rebuild your farm system real fast. I mean, the Athletics have the one guy that's marketable for the Athletics, Sonny Gray, and he's always discussed as being a possible yeah. trade. Yeah, or, Orioles are always interested in Sonny. Yeah, that comes up often because he's an elite pitcher. Now we <laughs> could never afford him, but yeah, let's yeah. let's talk yeah. about him every offseason. So stupid. Uh, we can only have one elite player in Baltimore. And he's on the football team. Yeah, can't afford a pitcher. Yeah. So, and for the record, Jacob Rock commented in the chat room that Chris Davis is going to hate that rule. For the record, uh, Chris Davis grandfathered in, so he the rule does not the, apply to him. The, these chewing tobacco. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Going back to the right. the, the only, ban on only new on, players on chewing tobacco. Only new players. So, Chris Davis will. He's part of a dying breed 
of baseball players who chew tobacco. Uh, so represent, Chris. Right. Hold on. Yeah. Fill the hold fill, strong. Fill both crush. cheeks up this year. Yeah. To show it to the man. Absolutely. Stick it to the man. Stick it. That's what I was looking for. Not you show, show it. it to the man. Let's show me the money. You're hey, mixing your metaphors. Uh-huh. Hey, if you if you're filling two cheeks with chewing tobacco, you're showing something. Absolutely. All right. Uh, that's enough. That's enough nerd talk about the the CBA. We'll, we'll talk it. I'm I'm interested. There's a lot of numbers involved. Maybe Bert and his his number brain can enlighten us next week when we get Bert in studio. Talk to him about it, gets his response to the CBA. Um, but yeah, that's what. So we got that. So let's transition here to a little Ravens football talk. Okay. Now we didn't talk last week about them at all after they got destroyed, walloped by the the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. And that was ugly. and uh, Devon and, Young got destroyed. Yeah, and at that point, Josh thought that the Ravens' season was over. No, no, he no, thought no, we were no, terrible. No, he thought no, they sucked. No, no. But I said, Josh, hang in there, kid. Hang in there. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Uh-huh. Did you even watch this Sunday? Yeah, I watched. No, you didn't. I did. You went and got a Christmas tree. I was, I was, I was home by one thirty. I don't know. I saw pictures online of you and Christmas tree posing. They weren't live pics. They were pics after we got back in the All house. Right. I was home by one thirty. I missed the beginning. I, I was home enough time to see kick, uh, uh, Justin Tucker see? hit about 10, 10 field goals. I don't I know. They were, they were all in the first half. You sure yeah, you got you sure Oh, you I got saw them all. I saw them all. I mean, Justin Tucker's clearly the best kicker in the NFL. Is he the best ever? No. Is he the most clutch ever? No. <laughs> Who's better? Matt, St- Matt Stover wasn't better. I, I, Adam Vinatieri? Oh, yeah. There's I, that I guy. mean, you have to do it. You have to do it for an extended period of time and extended big games. Like he, he hasn't had the opportunities to do it in enough big games have to you, really have, have that. Have you seen label. the number of kickers who are missing extra points? Uh, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah, and we have our and our guy won't miss from over fifty. He's perfect this year. He's thirty something. Thirty for thirty. Yeah, he's. I think he's more than thirty. Is it more than thirty? Yeah. I thought it was thirty for thirty. Um, this year. Uh, but yeah, he's abs- he's absolute beast. Uh, Did I. You- and, and and I got home one thirty, but you're right. I, I should have got home at one because the first quarter is the only reason to watch a Ravens game anymore, right? What's, what's, watch what's the opening drive. Let me see the opening drive of the offense and turn off right. then because they're not going to have another good and drive then, the rest then, of the game. Please don't blow it yeah. because whatever you score in that first quarter is what is is your only chance to win the game. Yeah, yeah. It's it's bizarre how we come out. I feel like we come out with a good game plan, strong first quarter. We got the run pass then. After that, after the opening drive. Nah, it's crazy. It is weird how many times we get 10 points in the first quarter and then nothing. Yeah. You know that was Justin Tucker we started the show with today? With the little Christmas song? Yes. I figured it's December 1st. We can pull out the Christmas songs, pull out Bumble. Yeah. Pull out Justin Tucker? Why not start it with our with our all-star kicker? Yeah. How do you like the chances? Um, Ravens making the playoffs? You, do, do you still feel like... Are you are you feel like we're in a pretty good position here? We I mean we we have Miami this week. We're, yeah. Then the Patriots, then the Eagles, and then we finish off with with the Bengals and the Steelers. All right. Right now we're four and zero in our division, which yeah. is pretty cool. That helps a lot. Yeah. When we're gonna our record's gonna be close, if not, it might be tied to the Steelers. Having that four and zero helps a lot. Yeah. So I mean, at this point, I think we like we're. I think we'll. I think we'll beat Miami. Yeah. Uh, and then we have the Patriots, which we'll, we'll, we'll lose to the Patriots. The question is, are we going to lose by, by two touchdowns or five? Right. The the Patriots, who who were the Patriots just playing? The Dolphins? Weren't the Patriots just playing the Dolphins? And they looked bad. Jets. The Jets. The yeah. Jets. And they looked bad. Yeah, they did. Um, but that's a divisional that's game. that's a divisional game. Yeah. I feel like Ravens-Patriots ha- always has the feeling of big divisional it does. games. It does. And, like, we all, and we've had a lot of great games. Right. Like next week, I think it's, a, it's the Monday night game. Yes, and we always have good games. Hopefully, there's a little snow in the air. You get a nice cold game. You see, I would almost. I feel like you're, you're going to lose to the Patriots anyway, and I feel like we're going to see them again in the playoffs if we make the playoffs. You want that revenge? Yeah, I would almost and like not show them all my tricks, like be very vanilla, be very and be- hold back, be, be very Belichick of it. I'm, I'm, I have the big picture in mind. By the way, end of the game last week, Bengals. End of the game, last play of the game, the punt, everybody holds. Yeah. That was a Belichick move. Nah, it was a, it was a Harbaugh move. No, nah, that was a Cincinnati right there. Uh, nah, 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 nah. Holding all the Cincinnati players, that was a Belichick move. 
find a loophole in the rules, taking advantage of it. But we've done it before. Do you not remember when we were down in New Orleans? Running him running around. Yeah, yeah we won the Super Bowl with this stupid play. But it wasn't holding. Like it wasn't. This. A, let's all hold because yeah, you can't let's end tackle him. A game uh, can't end can't, on an offensive penalty. Can end on an offensive penalty. It can end on an offensive penalty. Right, not yeah. on the defensive. Right. Yeah, and how great was it? Like the announcers didn't even know what was going on. No one did. Yeah, yeah. And so, are are, are you of the? Clever? Are you of the kind of jerky move? Which, which side I'm, do you fall on here? I'm on the clever. I'm on the John Harbaugh. Just because it's your team? I'm if on, the Patriots did this, we'd be killing the Patriots for it. If they did it against the Ravens, we'd be killing them for it. Mm. Like, here's Belichick again with his shady dealings. We would. No, we'd yeah. kill him for it. Their shady dealings was like the guy. Uh, the kind of, you're, you're like the offensive, like the offensive lineman, lineman who he was they lined de- up. declared, but yeah. no one knew. But on the sly. Right, right, and, right. And, like, and they always do this, whether it's deflating footballs, whether it's spying on other teams. Yeah. They're always looking for ways around the rules. Right. But I think that's – I think I, – I, if, if you're the Bengals and you're in that position and you don't know that the Ravens are going to try to do that. Who would know that? Of course you don't know. It's a rule. It's, that that no one even pays any attention to. It's not in the spirit of the game at all. All right. As they're lining up for the punt, did you think he was going to punt it? Oh, 100% I did. You didn't think he was taking the safety? No. The announcers even said he's probably going to take a safety. Okay, but taking the safety is one thing as opposed to holding every player yes. to make sure they can't yes. get to you. There was no concept of holding. What surprised me. Taking the me, safety is something we've done before. Yeah. And it's fine. The safety, I, the safety I expected, I knew that was going to come because I saw it in person. I saw it in New Orleans. Right, we saw New Orleans. He took the safety. I so I knew that was coming. But yes, all of a sudden when I'm like, wait, no one's getting to cook. Yeah, and, and then you look at the replay there. and people are tackling. And then the I'm guy. like, and then I'm like, well, everyone's on the ground. How do we get everyone down? And it's only then that I realized, oh, we pancaked and laid there and held on. Tackled to everyone. Him, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's shady. It's, it's not. It's, it's the not. Rules. It's not good football. They'll probably come out with a rule. Um, at the, in the off season about how you can't do this anymore. I hate being that no, team. No, I don't think I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that team. They're, they'll change it. They'll change it. I don't know. I think it's a. Uh, I think it was a smart move, and it's always about that uh, competitive edge. So, see what you call shady. A lot of people just call good coaching. Yeah, and okay. outsmarting the other coach. Yeah, I'd rather outplay them. I'd rather have my players outplay their players. Yeah. and not do shady business. All right, here's the problem. That, that's me. The Ravens couldn't outplay them. You think they would have lost the game if they didn't just take a safety and then do the no, kickoff? No, they would have taken the safety, done the kickoff. All right, then just but, win the right way. But but, do you remember what happened when we took the safety and kicked it off in New Orleans? Do you remember how it was almost they, a return? They had a nice run back, yeah. Do you remember? Uh, and that game was crazy. Everything crazy that could have happened happened that I, game. So I, you're I just thought expecting I was going to die down there. Yeah. Do you remember Joe Flacco saying, I was going to jump yeah, off the sideline and the side line. Yeah. So Which yes. would have been another loophole in the rules. Because I don't know right. what the rule is for that. <laughs> I remember we had a lot of discussion of not knowing What's, what that rule is. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, we had a similar move against Pittsburgh when Tomlin did that to Jacoby, Jacoby Jones. Jones. Stuck his little foot out there. Right, right, right. But uh, so, yeah, it's all about finding loopholes and out-coaching. It's not, it's not cheating. It's out-coaching. Yeah. If you get a 18-year-old boy up in some scaffolding with video cameras while the other team's practicing, that is shady. That is cheating. If you want to deflate the balls – a little bit. That is shady. That is cheating. If you are playing by the same rules on the field, and you just outsmart the guy, there's nothing shady about that. It's good coaching. It's great coaching. I guess if you can't beat him the the um, above board way, then then you go below no, the belt. That's that, fine. That's if you fine. Play, if you're on the field by the rules, it's above board. You can't put that in the same in the same pocket as video as Spygate. And deflate gate. How about the there ra- is how no, about the, there is no safety how about gate or when, hold gate. When we played in the playoffs and they used the extra lineman as like a eligible receiver. Yeah, that's crap. Wasn't the, and that was within the rules, but it was kind of it was some shady uh, business going on there. Well, I, what was weird is that the that uh yeah, and that's where the and what the Ravens do. The Ravens pushed to try to make special jerseys. Remember yeah. they wanted the guys to you wear have, pennies. You have to clear yourself. You have to yeah. do something to let the defender remember, know that you're eligible or not eligible. Right. But remember that stupid rule. Remember we tried that rule. Yeah. We tried to use it to our advantage. Yeah. And they said and we got a guy, penalty. They said our guy didn't declare. Even though the replay showed him going up and like rubbing, yeah, like, rubbing himself, all yeah. rubbing his chest up and down right in front of right. the ref. Right. Some kind of seductive pose. Maybe the ref thought he was coming on to him or something. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So the next games we got we got Miami. That's right. a win. That's that's a win. We yeah. should beat the Dolphins. We got New England. Did, that's a do loss. Do they sell Tannehill? 
Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah. beat them. He's a bum. That's in Baltimore, too. That's a home game. Yeah. I hope we get to hold some Dolphins. Yeah. And so now, so that's hold some Dolphins. And so, <laughs> and so, and so now we're at we're at six and five now. Then we're right. at seven and five. Monday, we m- Monday night Patriots. We would lose by three touchdowns. Uh, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's a loss. It's a loss. Seven. So it's at New England. If, so, if we win that game, no question, we go to playoffs. Right. I'll, I'll buy my Super Bowl tickets, but we're not gonna win. <laughs> Super Bowl's a little a little jump. But, Who uh, else in the AFC is even any good? Um, I mean, the Oakland Raiders are talking about being the best team in the AFC outside yeah, right. of You're uh, right. the AFC. The sucks. Give, me, give me a break. Yeah, the NFC's got the Redskins and the Cowboys. That, their whole division is better than the AFC. Yeah, yeah. And the Which Giants are good too. That, that's what that used to be us. Yeah. Remember when we would send three people to the playoffs? Yeah. Not this year. Um, and so after that, we have the Eagles. I think that's, the Eagles are are struggling now. They're the worst team in that division. Yeah, I saw them just got whooped by the the Green yeah, Bay. They're five and week. six. Yeah, yeah. So that should be a win. I think it's a win. And then we have Pittsburgh and kind of a huge game on Christmas. Right. So that's you, fun. So you've got a seven and six going into Pittsburgh on Christmas Day. We're six and five. Uh, we we went to so that's eight, eight, eight and six. Yeah, eight and six. Eight and six. Um, All right, eight and six at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, I assume, will probably be eight and six too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if not better, um, right now we're both we're both six and five. So I mean that that's going to be the season right there. That's it. That's the season. It could be. No, it is. I don't know. There's still a chance that you tie, and then because you've been so good in the division, that you get the tiebreaker. Yeah, I don't see us losing to the Patriots and to the Steelers and making the playoffs. Ah, uh, but we already beat the Steelers once. Remember, right? So if we're tied in the season. And our records, t- our record, where we split. The, what, what does it go to? The strength of schedule? Does it go to division? It goes head to head. Yeah. Division. Yeah. Strength of schedule. Yeah. Strength of schedule. We've got the tiebreaker. Division. Uh, strength of it, schedule. We got the. Tie- how do you know that? How do I know that? Yeah, that we have the tiebreaker. Because I was talking to Mister Film Study. Oh yeah, you got an unfair advantage it's in this some, conversation. Somehow the Steelers winning against the Colts on Thanksgiving boosted us in strength of schedule. And hurt the Steelers in the strength of schedule lineup. I don't know how that matters or what that means. Um, but somehow, because it affected the Colts record or something, it, it made because it made the Colts not good, it hurt the Steelers' strength of schedule. It's something confusing. You're so not- the Steelers have the Bills, the, the Bengals, and Giants. Or Giants, Bills, Bengals. So that's probably two wins. Yeah. So we'll go in tied. Yeah. We'll go in tied. And, and if then- we win... If we beat the Steelers, we're 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 going to win the division, right? If we lose, it's going to come down to the Bengals probably next week at the, the last week of the season. And the Steelers play the Browns, They're, which is a win. Which is a win, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I don't want to be in the position of having to beat the the Bengals, uh, Cincinnati, a team that we haven't played that well against in the Who? past. Cincinnati, Cincinnati football team. <laughs> What's wrong? Cincinnati football. What's wrong? Team. I I missed one comment. You know we uh. Our divisions played the other conference, the NFC, thirteen games. Our the, our whole division, yeah. the, the NF, the AFC North, right. has played the NFC thirteen times. Do you mind how many times we've won against the NFC? Uh, two. Out of thirteen games, yeah. we, we've won once. Once, not right. Right, the Ravens didn't get the Ravens zero and three. The Steelers are one and two. The Steelers won one game against their yeah. division. Um, the bank, the Cincinnati. Well, it's because it's Cowboys, it's one. Cowboys and Redskins, Giants. I mean. Those are good teams. Yeah, even outside, even outside them. Uh, yeah, and, and we we are we are, and that's our t- that's the division we're playing this year. Then, but, but we just yeah. beat the Bengals. I mean, what do, you, do you think on that last game the Bengals are going to do something different because we held them and try to get motivated to win? Josh, do you remember what happened last year when we had everything to we had nothing to play for and the Steelers have everything to play for and we beat the Steelers? These divisional games are insane. You don't know what's going to happen. I I just don't want it to come down to that. I'd rather have it. Sure, sure. I, I'd love to have it wrapped up. But when have the Ravens ever had it wrapped up before Week Seventeen? That's true. The Dolphins are seven and four. How did that happen? I don't know. I'd have to see their schedule. I know the Ravens. Like it looks like the Ravens have a tough schedule. They got a lot of the Dolphins have won six in a row. That can't be true. Oh my goodness. No. Nope. I That's, thought the, I thought the Dolphins were bums. Are they better than I thought? I know they got some good receivers in Jarvis Landry and and Devontae Parker. Is Jimmy Smith going to play? What's his deal? Is he healthy? He today was his first day back at practice, so uh, we'll find out. I assume so. Uh, what's say Thursday? Yeah. I assume if you're back on Thursday, 
that gives you a chance to play Sunday. But I tell you that I tell you what I like about um, the matchup is um, this guy who's their running back, a JJ or Jai Jai. What's his name? Some Jai Jai something. Uh, but the, the but their whole thing is is the running game, and they're a, a team found. I mean, Ryan Titano is a quarterback, obviously. They're a team that's founded on the running game, and so you like our matchup. I like it when their team's strength is the running game because I feel confident that we can stop right. the running game. Yeah, and we've we've shown and, that. Yeah, and Tano, but, we're gonna make Tannehill beat us with right. his arm. Remember and, Ezekiel Elliott? Yeah. Mm, no. Nope. He got ninety five yards. Yeah, but, he, but that's not that was he way underperformed in that first half. Yeah. Um. You know what you call a fan of the Miami football team? Uh, I don't know. What, a Dolphiner? A Dolphin. A Dolphin. I like that. Yeah. There's a, there's a headline on the Miami Herod, uh, Herald from today. Yeah. Herald. That says, sorry, Dolphins, but Miami's winning streak falls in Crabtown to a strong Baltimore defense. Yeah. Where basically they're saying the same thing, that, that the Ravens are going are gonna, to uh, stop that run. Yeah. Ho- hopefully they will. Hopefully they will. Yep. All right. Uh, we discussed CBA. We just we discussed uh, uh, Ravens. We yeah. did it all without some pointless zaniness, which I appreciate. You we mean don't except need for, except for Bumble. Yeah, Bumbles. Bumble talks. Bumbles was quiet. You know what? Bumble talks about as much as uh, Bert does in, in an interview. <laughs> you stole it. I was going the same direction. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's just like we're interviewing somebody, and Bumbles or Bert kind of shut down for the interview. Right. Right. Um, I've got some random stuff here. You want to do a little ball bag? Yeah, let's, let's do like give me a couple ball bags, real quick. We'll do a rapid fire style. Ball bag, ball bag, ball bag, a ball bag, my friend. Hey, ball bag, how you doing? What's your name again? It's ball bag. I'm doing this rapid fire. We don't want Bert to, to 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 chat with about it, so let's just do the give. give I want my zoom zooms here. I want my pew pews. All right, because uh, we're gonna do this rapid fire style. That button doesn't work anymore. That's a shame. I I mean I can find a different button for you. No, it doesn't matter. I mean we can do this. Should I just ask you about the Cincinnati football team? Yeah, you can talk. We can talk all day. I can talk about Andy Dalton. I talk about um, Fonte Perfect. I can talk all about Cincinnati. Uh-huh. The Cincinnati football team. Did you like the Cincinnati color rush? Made him look like an animal. I didn't even notice. What what what, what was that? When were they wearing it? Was this yeah, last I don't week? No, that might a... have been a couple years ago. Speaking of color rush, yeah, Thursday night football is when they did color rush this year. Yeah, there's talk of the NFL getting rid of Thursday night football. That the way you can fix football ratings is to uh, take some away. Yeah, that the NFL has been too good to us and given us too much. Yeah, you do you think? I think you, I think the talk is adorable. Who's saying this stupid stuff? You don't think it goes anywhere? It's adorable. It's zero I, chance. Zero chance they, it's th- Thursday. You, it never works like this. Here, right. You, you never add games and then all of a sudden decide to take them well, away. Well, they didn't add games. They it, just moved them. Right. But you never like put a game on Thursday. Like You don't put a game on Monday and then take it away. You don't put a game on Thursday and take it away. If anything, there'll be more games on Wednesday or, or Friday. Except, except who, who would want Thursday to go away? I have no idea. Uh, uh, the owners, maybe? No, 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 no. no not the owners. They the make players. money. The players, The yeah. players, because yeah. they want that time yeah, to, exactly. to get better. Exactly. They, and with all of this, you know, I totally see this. With the NFL and all this concussion talk where they're oh. where they're pretending that they care. Yeah, but we all know they really don't care. Right. Right. Well, Thursday night football is not making money. They're putting it on like the NFL. Sure it is making money. They're putting it on Twitter. Right. They're broadcasting on Twitter and the NFL network. And how long Who's before that? how long before the uh, for uh, Apple or or Facebook buys the rights to all Thursday night's games you, and make money remember, off of it? Did you forget when we had this conversation in September, August, maybe we didn't have this conversation that the NFL went to Apple and said, "Please buy Thursday night football to put on your Apple TVs." Yeah. And Apple said, "We're not interested." Because the NFL wants a ridiculous amount of money. Well, I would still argue, like, think about the worst possible matchup ever. Like, think about, like, Jacksonville versus Miami or something. Like, the worst possible matchup ever. All right. Put it on Thursday night. More people watch that than would watch it at Sunday at 1 o'clock, right? Yes. Okay. So what's the problem? You get more money, more viewership, all that stuff, having it on Thursday. Then what if playing Sunday at 1 o'clock at the same time as you play 10 other games? Because... The NFL is not making money off those thir- thir- Thursday night games. They are. The owners aren't making money off those Thursday night games. They are. Okay, then that's that's the answer. 
You know it's all about money. It's not about safety. It's not about anything else. It's about money. But but when you're when your players don't want it, I can see giving in, getting rid of Thursdays, and saying, "Oh, we're the big NFL. Come watch us. We care about player safety. Thursdays weren't healthy for them, so we're doing this." No, no, no. They'll do like I don't know. Is there a, a color for concussions? They'll do like green concussion jerseys. Uh, and then sell them online. Bring that's concussion what, jerseys. Yeah, what's the color? What for, is there like, a color for concussions? No, no, there's only but colors for women. But they'll do something. No, there's prostate. You get the the blue, the male awareness. Yeah, they're gonna issues. put like a special patch on. But like the, concussions like affect both of, men and women. You know what they should do? If they did a patch with little stars for each concussion you got, yeah. Then think of all the jerseys they can sell because every time you get a concussion oh i gotta go get a new doomerville jersey you see the nfl would be more likely to do something like that than actually do something that would actually help player safety so this nonsense get out of here <laughs> all right it, it's all about money all right well let's stay on uh let's let's stay on the nfl player yeah. safety this past year the ravens switched back to grass and we all like the idea of grass because it harkens back to the old stadiums. Oh, and by grass, you're talking about the field. The field, not t- not turf. Oh, you're not getting discussion about uh, smoking marijuana. Should players be able to smoke no, medical I, marijuana I, for I health? The, okay. I, I think the Ravens cut someone based on that grass talk. Okay. okay maybe that, about maybe that was the confusion. Yeah. He, he's heard, okay, grass, we're bringing grass right. back to Baltimore. Right. He, he got said, all perfect. excited, showed up to he the meeting. smoking the grass. Right. That was a mistake. Right. Planted it in the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> Had to tear it all out. Yeah, exactly. So we went back to grass. and. Yeah. A couple things. When you watch the game, what's going on with Camden Yards Field? What they they tore it? Is there new type of grass? What's going on? Because uh, I saw Twitter pictures yeah, of it being new grass. torn up and yeah, new is grass. new grass coming in? Yeah, apparently that grass is like twelve years old, so okay. we're getting new grass in. But just just still grass. It's, it's still just grass. New grass. New grass. Oh. Oh. Yeah, same as the old grass. Yeah. Um. So we saw a couple things. We saw first for the second time this year, we saw Flacco slide. And then his knee brace gets caught, and you, and you yeah. think he's breaking his Can leg. Can we talk about for a second? And I know it's scary, and everyone makes jokes. Hey, Caleb Jones, to teach him how to slide. Right. Someone, Adam Jones, can teach him. He knows how to slide. It's that stupid brace gets uh, caught it, up every right. time. It's a stupid brace. He knows how to slide. Like, his form is right. perfect. It's uh, just yeah. the brace. It's the brace. That, yeah. And he can slide before. It's right. just the brace. But everyone loves to make those jokes. So make your jokes, people, how he can't slide. But, make uh, your jokes. <laughs> it's just the brace. But, yes, Shut it's up. the brace. But because it's the brace... Flacco should be a little smarter and not slide on his brace. And then the question is, if it was turf, it wouldn't get caught up in the dirt and he'd slide better. Do you know how hard it is to slide with your other foot? Go ahead and try to slide. I would go to the, the dive. I'd go to the head first dive. You can't do the head first dive because then you're still you can still be hit. Like the feet first gives yourself up. Yeah. I would go with the with the with the Who? feet to butt. Just go the right feet to butt. Feet just to butt. Plop, plop. Yeah, just plop butt down. That's what I would uh, do if I couldn't slide because my brace. Yeah, or I would just, I mean, yeah, I guess you don't have much option except yeah. get out of bounds. Throw up your arms and do the butt. But the problem is whenever you do, like, feet to butt, you want to throw up your arms and you have the football in one arm. That could be dangerous for a fumble. And and if you get nailed while you're going feet to butt, you're getting clobbered. Feet to butt is just putting you out yeah, there. Yeah, you're exposed. Yeah, you're exposed to feet to butt. I guess feet to butt's also now the name of this episode. <laughs> but I feel like that looks a little better but then than the, the other, awkward The, the other thing slides. is after the game when they're interviewing Justin Tucker – and they're asking him about his huge field goals, and he mentioned how they were a little concerned because the stadium's like a sandbox. Oh, did that happen? Yeah. That's I, not I what you want to hear. I turned off the interview after he opened it by saying, uh, smells like updog. <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> no, he didn't. Did yeah, he? that's how he began the interview, the, the press conference, smells like updog. Oh, oh, this wasn't the press conference. This was post-game on the field. Okay, this is like, yeah. Yeah. So he, he went to the he went yeah, to the and then table. one of the porters said, "What's up, dog?" <laughs> or "What's up, dog?" You know, like because he fell for it or because he was just you know, I, I don't know playing don't all know. around. Yeah, he's uh, Tucker was as corny as can be. You know how much I wish that uh, that that reporter was uh, Jerry. Uh, what's his name? Sandusky? Uh, no, 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 no. Coleman. Oh, Coleman. Coleman. Yeah, yeah. No, not Sandusky. Sandusky wouldn't do that. Um, all right, one more, one more, last one. One Here more. We go. Still Ravens, still NFL, still big money business. Yeah. Rumors next year, Ravens and Jaguars, big ticket game in London. Oh, really? We, yeah. We're one of the only teams that hasn't played uh, yeah. in another country. And I've been very thankful we've avoided that. Yeah. I, I don't understand how that works. How does how do you lose, and I don't know the rules with this, but like one of these teams is losing a home game. Yeah. What's the compensation for losing a home game? 
Do you get like a big paycheck? Do you get like like what is? I mean, obviously, we're not going to give up a home game, right? And right, it's not that you're worried. About, I mean, part of it is attendance, and you make a lot of money. Uh, oh, it's, it's you get a better chance to win with the home home field, right? It's about uh, winning. I don't know. So, and and do you have to have? I would I would assume. Do the teams have to be on board for that? Like, well, it yeah, it's apparently teams volunteer to do it. Yeah, I I can't see John Harbaugh ever volunteering to do that. Teams agree to play. Uh, presumably for a significant portion of the proceeds uh, from the game. Oh, uh, that's a shocker. All about stadiums money. Stadiums or difficult selling out seats will likely make a profit by going there. So that's why the Jaguars because, always Because the ticket prices there are expensive. They're around 150 to 200 uh, for a ticket for a game. And then the theory, everything is, is, more expensive in London. the theory is that you then get higher jersey sales because everyone in London buys a Ravens or a Jaguars. Yeah. Jersey, and then you get your national expo or international exposure. Because that's what we need is international exposure. It's stupid. Maybe they should do Thursday night football in London. Yeah, I don't know. I like. I guess it makes sense for the Jaguars if people are going to the game and you want to make some money. But for the Ravens, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it just seems annoying. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. That would make sense if the Jaguars, a team that struggles to fill their stadium. Yeah. If that's their home game. Yeah. That makes sense, and I, it sucks for us to have to go. We're not, we won't go. We won't go. No, we say no. I, I don't. I don't know how many times you're allowed to say no. Let's say no. Not sure how that's determined because I feel like we've said no a lot. Well, for the record, I'm saying no again. So there's that. Mm, okay, that's fine. All right, let's get out of here. I mean, we we've done we've done an hour without the intern, without the Danny but Rody. I carried the show on my back. Sure you did. Hardest hit and safety in the league. Put the team on his back. Yeah, next week you want to do it by yourself. One man show. Just as long as you give me bumbles. Give me bumbles and me and bumbles will do bumbles? it. Me and bumbles have a whole conversation. Let's talk some Maryland basketball next week. All right. All right. It's getting that time. Yeah. I watched that game a couple days ago against Pittsburgh where we made a light, nice little nice attempt at a comeback. Yeah. Madison's showing this like, classic Duke game. Yeah, I don't know what year. I saw like John Gilchrist was yeah. out there running the point. I don't know I don't what, know what it, is. It's, it is. it's blurry and it's square, whatever the picture is. So I'm not sure what game it is. It's the, it's the tournament. It's that um it's, right. It's in the Greensboro Coliseum. Yeah. So it's it's what 90s. Oh, I think it's Late after 2000s? that. Yeah, I think. Or, it's, I mean, early 2000s. I think it's early 2000s. Gilchrist. I don't know. But all right. But either way, yeah. Let's talk some Maryland. All right. Next week we'll get into some Maryland Terps basketball. Uh, I think we have a fun team, a lot of new faces, but a, a fun team this year. And, of course, Trimble, a very familiar face. All right, boys and girls, uh, appreciate you listening to the show once again. Uh, next week, we'll be back at a regular time, hopefully on Tuesday, as long as Josh can chill out with this whole getting paid thing. Uh, should be should be finishing up this big job this week, and uh, it should be all right. And we'll have the Zany Brody back in studio, hopefully the world's first intern back in studio. By the way, according to my Facebook, uh, and I'm friends with the world's first intern somehow, Go to my Facebook. It's the intern's birthday today, uh, so I should t- I should text them happy birthday. Probably that would be a nice thing to do. Hey, the, uh, instead of wishing them happy birthday on a show I'll never listen to. The the mo- the mobbies just came out. Yeah. All right. Best use of audio. That's the category we we're in. Yeah, that's the the a nice way to say podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Number one. Tell me if you've heard of these guys. Yeah. Inside Maryland Sports Radio. No. They won. Son of a gun. Somehow in the popularity contest, they won. Number two. Purple Rain Show. Nice. They were dethroned. They, they were yeah. the winners last year. I think there's some shady stuff going on there. Number three, the Party Gamecast featuring the Party Gamecast. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Is that a podcast? That might be the audio category. It's yeah. Maybe that's something different. I don't know. Yeah. Number four, So Poetry. Is the Poetry Podcast? Yeah. I might have checked that out. Number five, yeah. Startup Soray Podcast. I don't know how this thing works. Stardust Hooray. I don't know how there's... Oh, and there's a tie at number five. I just noticed that. Stardust Hooray is tied with someone for number five. Okay. Section 336. Nice. Number five. Right. Baltimore's fifth best podcast. Nice. Can I still say we're Baltimore's best podcast? Baltimore's best sports podcast. Oh, no, because there's two sports podcasts up there. Yeah, yeah. Number one and two were sports. Son of a gun. Number six is Bird's Eye View. So we beat them out. But we always beat them. Stick it to bird's eye view. Yeah. Well, do they even do a podcast anymore? Yeah. Take that for taking a couple weeks off. The Annapolis podcast got number 16. 
Don't know what that is either. We need to start some more podcasts. We need to start a Queenstown podcast. Yeah. I, this is, I really should start a GOAT podcast. You want to start the, Arnold, the Arnold Report? Yeah. All right. Know. Well, we appreciate those who uh, who voted fifth yeah, place. Fifth that place. Sucks. If you're not first or last, so good for us. Uh, Way to I, end this show on a downer, yeah, Josh. I know. If you're the Baltimore Orioles, where do you put your, your, your biggest bat? Where do you put your bomber? I don't know. Manny Machado bats, bats what, third? Yeah, but Manny Machado gets on base. He 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 gives you your. He's reliable. Okay, Chris we're, Davis. We're very reliable. Four. Who's the guy who's going to hit the dongs? Oh, that's Trumbo. The big dongs. Trumbo batting fifth. You put you put in number five hole. You put you put your big guys in five. Oh, we're we're the guys that have a chance to hit the warehouse. One we're day. in the home runs. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, that's a nice way to put it. Yeah. So we're not really losers. No, we're not losers. Okay. We're better than uh, Scott and Jake. You can follow us at Section Three Three Six Show. You can follow us on Instagram. Please subscribe. Write us reviews. Uh, yeah. And you can follow me on Twitter at Section336. <laughs> you, you lose yourself a little bit? What? It's just a little weird pause. I was trying to think of anything else that I should tell the boys and girls go, about. Go go, give us a review on iTunes. That's way better than any mobbies. Well, I would have rather have the mobby. But you can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Josh. At Josh Soroka. And you can follow Bungles. Bungles? Bumbles. 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 <laughs> talking about the Bengals and the Bungles. Bumbles is at Burt Rohde. And Fab Bumbles at Burt Rohde. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. Happy birthday, intern. And as always, go Ravens and go O's. Section 336 is a affiliate of 24-7 Networks. Find Section 336 on utahstreetreport.com. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. This week on RVER, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Oh, that new doctor is dropped at gorgeous. Oh, please, he's just another RV League educated surgeon with good hair. No, he's different. Nurses, we got a classy motorhome with a detached driver's side mirror. Meet me in the OR. Stat. Right away, doctor. No, 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 she's on break. I'll handle this one. Oh, you conniving little... When your RV really needs saving, Progressive has you covered. See if you could save with a leader in RV insurance. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage subject to policy terms.